Welcome to the Lift Church podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you to live up to your God-given potential. Fantastic. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that, Aldo. I really, really did. And um, there, I would just say that there are some convictions about my gut health. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if anyone else is feeling it, but I'm definitely feeling it. Hopefully you guys are enjoying this morning. Uh, I'm normally down on the floor, but because we decided to keep the steps today, I'm going to stand up here. Um, if you're enjoying today, we've got a couple more lift talks that we are going to be making available through the rest of this year. There's one in July. I think we're going to be talking about relationships and not just marriages, but all sorts of relationships. We've already got a guest speaker locked in for that one. Uh, her name is Amanda Vivian. She wrote a book called Dear Single Self. And so that's going to be really interesting. And then... Um, uh, later on in the year, in October, we're going to do a finance one. So that's going to be interesting. That's going to be a, a good one to be here for. Uh, but this morning, I've got about 15 minutes left. And so I want to get right into it. And I want to just ask you a question. Have you ever had this daydream, right? Where you thought that a whole world revolves around you? Every day. Am I the only person? <laughs> Truth is... Most people have. Psychologically speaking, you would have had this kind of daydream phase where you thought that every single other person was an actor in your life. And they were acting out a scene, and you were somehow in the center of it, and your reactions, what you were doing, was all recorded, and a little bit Truman Show-like. You guys know the Truman Show? If you haven't watched a Truman Show, great movie. I love it. That's a, a part of it. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, I remember my daydream. I don't know why. I, I'm a bit weird. I like to think about what I'm thinking. And so in high school, um, I, I came to Perth when I was 15, I think I was about 16 at that time. I remember I was walking in my high school, it was after school, and I was getting ready to go home. And uh, because I'd only been there for maybe about six to eight months, I didn't really know many people, and so I was just kind of trekking along. And because I was, maybe it was because I was a little bit in isolation, didn't have tons of friends at that point in time, I, I just started to think, I wonder if everyone else is just an actor in my life. And being a Christian, I was thinking maybe God is testing me out. He's placed me here, and every other person is just kind of acting things out, just to see how I react, and God would kind of tick me off, or put a bit cross, you know, there's, I don't know, young mate, a bit strange. Um, and so I was like, okay, a person is running, maybe I'm giving way, I'm being a good person, and all that kind of stuff. But I, as I was walking, I, I saw this young high school couple, and they were fighting. Not, not full-on shouting at each other, but you could see that there was angst there. There was anger, there was frustration, there was something not going right in their lives in that moment. And uh, I don't know why, but I think I had a spiritual experience in that moment. Because suddenly their actions and their, the depth of their feeling was too much for them to have been actors, in my opinion. There was something going on in their lives that snapped me out of my daydream about everyone acting around me and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and it was like, there's something real happening here. And there was a spiritual experience for me because I don't really exactly know where it came from, but something inside of me went, I want to help people. I want to help people. 
And that's what I want to talk to you guys about for the next uh, few minutes that I've got here. I want to talk about spiritual health. And I don't know if you uh, have a faith. I don't know if you carry one. And that is not the point of this message, uh, this talk that I have. But what I want to talk about is that spiritual health is so important to us. In fact, did you know that our curriculum council, which determines what our next generation of students learn, they have in there that they want our students to have holistic education and in part of that it says physical health mental health academic growth and it has in there spiritual health we don't know exactly what it means I don't think our curriculum council knows that maybe they just meant you know what let's holistic means everything some people talk about spiritual health let's just chuck it in I don't know I don't know what the process is but as I dug into that I discovered something really interesting my spiritual health is is it's quite built around this question of why do I exist? Why am I here on earth? And I remember seeing a comic a little while ago. I love comic books. And this, this couple of people were talking. And I think this person was really down and out in his life and said, why am I here? And he was talking to a literalist. And the person was like, because you were born. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, why am I here on earth? And the person's like, because your parents are human beings. And I'm not talking about answering that why in that kind of a sense. I'm talking about what kind of impact am I having on this earth? What am I going to do about my life? And, and as I research into this, I found this really interesting quote. And it comes from no, uh, none other than Albert Einstein himself, one of the greatest scientific minds. And this is what he said. He said, what is the meaning of human life or, for that matter, of the life of any creature? To know an answer to this question means to be religious. You ask, does it make any sense then to pose this question or answer? The man who regards his own life and that of his fellow creatures as meaningless is not merely unhappy, but hardly fit for life greatest scientific mind and here's him talking about religion or in I, I think by that I I think it means spiritual there is this sense that we have a meaning and purpose in our lives that we are supposed to be living for their meaning and purpose guides everything that we do if you think that your why in on this earth is to experience everything that the world can give to you, then you're going to save up money, you're going to travel around to the different countries, and you're going to try to collect as many experiences as possible. If you think that your family is the reason why you exist, you are going to make sure that your time schedule allows for your kids, your grandkids, and your great-grandkids to fill up every second of every day because that's going to give you the greatest meaning and purpose in your life. Our why determines our actions. It directs us. And this is what Einstein says about our why. He says, a human being is a part of the whole called by as universe. A part limited in time and space. He experiences himself, his thoughts, his feelings as something separate from the rest. This is really important. We experience ourselves as separate from the rest, from other people, a kind of optical delusion of his consciousness. The striving to free oneself from this delusion is the one issue of true religion. Not to nourish it, but to try to overcome it is the way to reach the attainable measure of peace of mind. How deep is that? 
I came across that quote and I was like, wow. Wow. What he's basically saying is that if you've got a why that is attached to yourself and what is going on in you and for you, peace of mind will flee from you. If you want to live your life with this sense of peace, with this sense of meaning, our meaning can't be attached to ourselves. If you are living for yourself, what I've found in my experience as a pastor is that you're always going to hit walls. You're always going to hit cul-de-sacs in your life where you're like, where to from here? The, the human experience, as much as is individual, and that's why we come up with these delusions that we are the center of the universe. And many of us are not acting that out consciously anymore because we know that as childish. But many of us, practically speaking, are still living our lives as though we are the center of the universe. Mm. And what we need to do to attain spiritual health is that we need to discover why we are on this earth. And I would say that we need to excavate our why. And I say excavate our why because I believe that we are born with a sense of purpose and meaning. We are born to search certain things out. We are born to live out uh, something bigger than ourselves. But then what happens is that we hit life. I've hit life. And when I hit life, life seems to be throwing at me priorities. It seems to throw at me things that I need to live out. I need to pay the bills. I need to get a car. I need to get a house. I need to go on vacation. I need to look after my gut health. I need to look after (laughs) all of these things. Suddenly, my why is covered up by all of these now things. And if we are not deliberate about digging up our why, our why stays covered. Mm. It stays shallow. It stays on unattainable. And so my question to you is, what are you going to do about excavating your why? What are you going to do about it? Without finding your why, you've got no vision. Mm. Without finding your why, you've got no reason to wake up in the morning. Yeah. The people that I have encountered who are struggling with mental health and sometimes physical health, quite often it's because they don't have a why. Mm. They have got no reason to live. This is a bit scary for me saying it because the psychologist will be following me very shortly. (laughs) Better say this right. But I really genuinely believe if you don't have a why to live for, then why live? So we need to excavate. We need to take the time. We need to dig a little bit deeper. But here's a thought. Try things out. Mm. Just try. You know, those things that childishly you were like, oh, I would love to change the world by doing this. And then you kind of hit reality and it was too hard. It's like, what, can you take some elements of that and do something with that? Mm. Why not try encouraging someone else? We just heard from Dr. Eldo that your words have got power. And, and why, why not try, try, try appreciating someone? Why not try being a little bit more generous than you have been? Why not try these different things? Try working in a workplace that has to do with impacting people in a certain way. Or try. Try. Mm. And as you try, I can almost guarantee you that you're not going to like what you find. Because what you're going to probably find is that your why seems to be a little shallow, a little bit undefined, a little bit less strong than that other person. Have you ever encountered that? Mm. You're like, man, I really want to do something. Like when I was young, I was like, hey, I want to I help people. 
And it was a simple thing. And I started to try different things. I was like, I'm not as good as my sister. My sister's a far better listener than me. Maybe I'll never be able to help people. You get what I mean? As we excavate and we try to find our why, we suddenly hit this spot where, well, uh, to fulfill the why, I'm not good enough. And I'm not bold enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not equipped enough. I'm not special enough. I'm not enough. What I would say to you in that moment is that you don't just need to excavate your why, you need to develop your why. We need to all develop our why. We take time to develop. We take time to grow. We don't get there straight away. So if you have a sense of, I'm supposed to be living for something bigger, and you've been trying to live that out, but you've been hitting some walls, and that's been getting you depressed, anxious, worried about what the future holds, just keep pushing on. Just keep pushing on, because it is worth, it is worth the fight. You know, after all of these years of, of um, working in church and, 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 and pastorally caring for people and doing all the research that I've done, I've got to a point where my why is far more sharp and far more developed than when it, where it was at the start. I, I studied psychology, I studied counseling, and, and I found out that that wasn't me. Seriously, I spent five years of my life going through all those study, at the end of the day going, oh my gosh. If I was to do that job, I would probably become depressed. <laughs> I'm not meant to help people that way. I don't have the, the patience to build for it. And I started to see, but there's other things that, that I love. Uh, and, and there are elements of the counseling and the psychology that I love that I'm bringing into my day today. Uh, but there are all these other elements that I start to explore. You know, I don't really know if there's a definition for how I operate. I don't know if there's a nice clean box, and Nate is A, B, C, and that's why he's so good at, you know, X, Y, Z. I don't know if there's a formula to that. All I know is that I'm doing things I love, and that when I wake up in the morning, I am excited to live my life. And when I'm excited to live my life, I'm more conscious about my health. I'm more conscious about living not just for today, but for tomorrow and the day after. I'm more conscious about leaving a legacy behind because my life is not just about myself. And, and there's something bigger in me. What I'm hoping to say to you today is to explore that why. Because if your why is meant to impact someone else, if your meaning and purpose is to impact someone else, if you never find that why you're not the only one that's impacted there is someone else in your world that is needing you to wake up Come on. and is needing you to start to go a little bit deeper and to go your life is actually meaning something more if you're just living for yourself and for your health you will hit that wall you will find a peace of mind is unattainable but when you start to live for other people things start to open up that's right i love that we have a church here in case you didn't know, we are a church, and um, you might have been told it's a seminar of some sort, and, and thank you for being here. Thank you for giving us your time. But let me just explain to you something about Lift Church. Lift Church is passionate about seeing people find their why. Yeah. Lift Church is passionate about people living out their why. It's about finding that strength and sometimes the weaknesses as well that surrounds a person's makeup, design, and saying, what's going to make this person thrive? How is this person going to be the best them? And I must say, we've been going for two and a half years. I, I love it when I see someone start to live out their why. Yeah. It gives me right. such a boost. That's me living out my why. 
So we, I was like, you know what, I don't know how else to do this. Let's get the church going and let's start making that happen. And, and it's good fun. But, but maybe if you're looking for a place to try, to try things out, to see if there's something deeper that resounds inside of your spirit, inside of your soul, maybe consider being part of a community that wants to champion you, that wants to see the best you, that is going to allow you to make some mistakes along the way. Because we are all going to make mistakes. In my pastoral care experience, I have probably made more people angry than I've helped people get well. And that's probably because I'm still on the younger side. So I'm hoping that that ledger balances at some point in my life. That here's the hoping, guys. Um, But you know, have you got a community that's around you? Because the whole point of your why is that it's meant to impact someone else. If you're isolated, all alone, you can't impact people. So find that community, find a place that you can try things out, find a community that accepts you for your journey and where you're at, and try things out. Because the world's going to be so much better when more people are living out their why. Mm. That's what spiritual health to me comes down to in a very practical Great. way. My spiritual health is informed by Jesus, by God. I believe that my why is informed that way. But at the very least, you can discover something for yourself. Why are you waking up tomorrow? What are you going to do tomorrow that's going to leave an imprint on this world? Because that's what you have been created for. Amen. All right. Well, that was my little talk. That was my time done. Thank you for tuning in today. If you would like to find out more about Lyft, check out our website at theliftchurch.com.au.